0: Good morning. Welcome back, good people. Yo,
1: yo, yo. What's
0: up? We got a special episode for you today. Yes, sir. I'm Josh.
2: LT. J Mac. And I'm this is King's, Kings Chat. Conversation for Kings. What we got going on today, man? We got some new sponsors. We got in a hot topic. It's going to be a good day today.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Going to be a good day, Ice Cube, right? Hey. Want to thank our, our sponsor, uh Jazzy B Yoga and Wellness. You can find her on Facebook at Jazzy B Yoga and Wellness. Jazzy B, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. And so much. her email address is jazzybyoga.wellness at gmail.com. That is jazzybyoga.wellness at gmail And jazz, she helps you out with trap yoga, yin yoga, chair yoga, and restorative yoga. So check her out.
2: You know, is good, too, man, because it yeah. makes you flexible when you're working out. Make sure your muscles don't yeah. seize up. When you get up in age, man, you know, you being need limber it. is important. Yeah.
1: And, and stress, you know, releases stress, right, and all the tension. And we need some stress releases right now, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's true. By the way, make sure that you tune in. Um, uh, make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast. We got a whole bunch of sneak listeners out there. Bum. We know some people out there <laughs> are listening but not subscribing. It helps us grow the channel. It helps us provide um, a good content to you guys. So you can find us on Anchor. Find us on Beaker. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check us out at Kings Chat um, uh, at but, Gmail. Kings Chat Podcast at Gmail.com. Kings Chat Podcast at Gmail.com. Leave us a like or comment. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about. Yeah. We want to talk about what you guys want to hear about. Don't you keep
1: can, us to yourself.
2: That's Share us.
0: You can also find us on IG, Kings Chat Podcast. So, yeah, uh, on uh, Anchor, you can also record and leave a comment. So if you want to record and leave a comment talking to us, do that. We'll talk about it on there. Absolutely. Yes, sir.
2: Yes, sir. You know, I was thinking today um, about a topic for us to talk about. And as you all know, you know, we're in the, the month of February. We only got a couple more weeks in February. You know, and February is an important time for us because it's Black History Month. And I think a lot of times um, we kind of take Black History Month for granted. It kind of comes and goes. And, you know, you you have the Martin Luther King story and all that good stuff and Rosa Parks that people are familiar with. But a lot of times we don't really discuss, you know, the origin of black history and kind of how we look and celebrate black history. And is that the way that we should be celebrating black history? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so. For a lot of people who don't know um, about black history, right, so so, so black history actually started as Negro History Week in 1926. There's a, a black historian by the name of Carter G. Woodson and the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History actually started Black History Week. It was actually the last week of... January leading into the first week of February. And the reason why Black History Month is in February, for a lot of people who don't know this, right, because I hear this all the time, right? Everybody's like, oh, they gave us the shortest month uh, uh, of the year for Black History. They're always trying to short us and all that good stuff, right?
0: Well, take us back, man.
2: (laughs) So, So Black History Week was established in the first week of February due to the fact that it coincided with... Um, uh, Frederick Douglass's birthday, and then also um, at that time, President Abraham Lincoln's birthday, right? Um, and then this was important. Not only do you have the Emancipation Proclamation um, by Abraham Lincoln, but you also have Frederick Douglass, who was the first black man uh, and an abolitionist to ever be invited to the White House. Yes, and a lot of people don't notice, if it wasn't for Frederick Douglass, the North would not have won the Civil War. People don't understand that, because at that time, blacks or Negro slaves were not allowed to fight for the North, they could fight for the South. And the South was winning the war until Frederick Douglass convinced um, uh, Abraham Lincoln to allow blacks to fight in the military. And when blacks got into the military, that's whenever the tide turned. So with that being said, Frederick Douglass is a huge proponent um, of uh, the black um, uh, movement and uh, the freedom movement within this country. But but, but I, I think moving it forward, though, um, I think we need to talk about How we celebrate black history. I mean, we all know that, you know, right now there's a whole lot of um, conversation going on about CRT, critical race theory in schools. How we teach black history, from what lens do we view black history? And oftentimes we talk about it from the lens of slavery. We oftentimes talk about it from black history starts when the slave ships get here, right? right. And, and, and it talks about, you know, the, the atrocity of the transatlantic slave trade and, 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 and all that, you know, that, that history that's there. And because of that, you know, some people don't really want to learn about that kind of black history, right? Um, uh, but there's this wealth of rich people knowledge and people that are past that entrepreneurs and inventors and and, and educators and, and and people who literally have changed the the entire um, uh, outlook of this country because mm-hmm. we look at black history as being something when it comes to slavery but black history really is American history mm. this country could not have progressed without the the input of black and brown people in this country mm-hmm I mean, when when I talk to people about this all the time, they're like, "Oh, well, you know, America. You know, when we when we won the Civil War and all that good stuff. How do you think America got to be to the place it is now? Because they had free labor.
1: Absolutely, they yeah. had to pay
2: for labor, right? So it's kind of like it, it, they could export all they wanted to, and, and 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 they just that that's how this country was able to progress so fast. Mm-hmm. So so Black history is a part of American history, and I think we have to start looking at it like that because not everything needs to needs to just focus just on slavery, right? Don't get me wrong; slavery is a big part, and that's something that we need to discuss. Don't get me wrong, but 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 also, I think that there's a lot more rich wealth of knowledge there that we need to discuss.
1: You're very true, right? And I think the implementation of that knowledge in the yearly curriculum would dispel any myths about you know making people feel bad, because you know if you give people their righteous due. And how would that make anybody else feel bad? Uh, I, I do have an issue, you know, with critical race theory being taught in school, not because of, you know, kids feeling bad. I, I think of it in the opposite stance. Um, I, I think the way that black history is taught in schools is more detrimental to black kids than it is to white kids. Or okay, any other talk, about it, LT. talk about it.
0: Talk about it. Yeah.
1: And the reason that I think it's more detrimental is because it's presented in that slavery lens from the start right it's presented in a second class lens right you know when you see images of your people being degraded in ways that you know are unfathomable in today's population you know like i know you know every lynch still happen, you know and and thank god they don't happen as frequently as they used to but you know every now and then you'll hear about some craziness like that Mm -hmm. and you know when you when you when you know that you know lynches happened and you know that there were lynch picnics and you know that there were lynch postcards sent out and all those type of things and you you know you know you hear about what a, what lynchings are and you you know if you go back to the civil rights movement and you see the images of the dogs being sicked on people you see the images of, of the water holes being put on people. As a kid you don't you don't you can't understand that you know that's perseverance. As a kid you see somebody being extremely hurt and extremely downtrodden on and that puts a a feeling at least for me that, that that put it a feeling of of almost anxiousness and ain'ts you know in, inside of my spirit at a very young age of almost feeling like man mate you know they just tra- treated us like this right and, and and you know you don't understand the nonviolent attitude you know as a kid somebody does something to you, you react back right so when you see people doing those type of things and seeing how that happened you're like how come nobody how come nobody fought back what, 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 that, that's, that's, and I'm just saying from that perspective. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying you know. I, I'm not dispelling anything. I'm just saying from a perspective of a kid being taught something. That's yes. just how I felt. How, how? Why did anybody fight back? Right? Why didn't anybody say okay? You know this is wrong. Why? Why you need other people to say this is wrong? Right? right. Because and, and 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 especially I, I think it's probably. Um, more exacerbated because we come from a heroism type of culture, right we like the hero who sacrifices himself right we We like that whole sacrificial lamb and, and you you see that growing up, and you 're like, "How come nobody stood up and said, you know no more right
2: well but, but I think that's a way that we teach black history that you know kind of whitewashes no offense to anybody, but it kind of whitewashes. What black history was There was people who fought back I mean yeah. look, look at the, the rebellion That's that what term. I'm saying that, And that's my issue You
1: don't see those stories yeah. right? I didn't, You don't learn about those stories right? And the, and the thing about it is you, 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 they, they, they talk about people who fight back Or people who don't have a, the, a dissenting opinion Than the norm In a way that you should feel a, angry toward them And in a way that you should feel like they're doing something bad I mean because you think about it you know, before, you, before we really got a chance to let Malcolm X's legacy To breathe you know, it's only now that Malcolm X is kind of respected across you know uh, 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 populations, agree. right? You know, in yep. the '90s and stuff, Malcolm X he was he was militant, he was a, he was a radical, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. A radical, right? You know, and and you you think of and I don't agree with Louis Farrakhan and everything he says, but he's a person of dissenting opinion about how black people are treated. And you, they, you talk if you if you mention that you listen to Louis Farrakhan, you're ready to burn. Like, come on, yeah, like what? Like you, you the whole perception of all of this is just so out of whack. It's almost comical well
2: it, and I think that, that that goes back to the way that we teach and the way that we characterize these people because I think the problem that you have is we have these people who are um I guess what I want to say um th- these people are the approved. Black history figures were approved to learn about, yeah, like the Martin Luther yep. King and the Rosa Parks. This is what people don't understand. Like we we don't do the full history on even these people, right? Yeah, well, no, Look, we don't. But like, like Rosa Parks was a part of the NAACP. She was actually a caseworker for the NAACP. That 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 bus boycott where she refused mm-hmm. to give up. They planned that. It right. wasn't just like she was an old woman just got of her bus, like hurting, old obstacle, I'm not, But that's yeah. how they teach it, right? Exactly. And, and what, what, I, what I'm saying when it comes to that is, is that I think Black History has been And Lawrence. I know you're going to jump in here, but but it's almost been given to us rather than us really learning the truth about what it really well, was. You know,
0: well, I, I think some people know the truth, right? Some people are taught the truth, but when you go to school and it doesn't match, you're like, okay, which one is it? Mm-hmm. And I, I think I agree with you, LT, about how we teach it in schools, right, is important. And you're saying teach it at
1: home. Yeah, I think that's the way. I think that's a, because it's such a delicate situation. I think it needs to be t- taught more delicately, right? Yeah. As you, you you're talking about, you're sitting with, and you're most in, in most cases, you're being taught by somebody who looks like what they're showing you in the pictures happen. There, right? There's there's subliminal and, lessons, and as a, right? As a kid, you're like, how do you process that as a child? Right, I'm not asking It's it's difficult to process that as an adult, but how do you process that as a child? Right, and nobody talks about how do how does the the, the, the how how do white people process that? Yeah. Right, how do you process that and say okay, you know what, I'm not better than them. I mean, how do you right. process it and say that?
0: I, I think that it's a two part thing, and it's uh, this is a tall this is a tall request. So you're asking parents to teach it right at home. You're that also asking request. teachers. To teach you right at school So that what you're teaching at home And teaching at school They, they line Cold up yeah. Right And so you I
1: kind of would rather not be taught at school
0: Well now there's a push for it not to be Right Because the way it makes You know Non-minority children feel See, but And I'm I, like But well, we dealt with that as children Like with the being taught Even the little bit That's taught in school I don't, right? I don't
1: care less how they, I could care less How they I, I, Like people In life people are going to feel A certain way about anything So people feel in a certain way That I, that, that to me doesn't bother me People but are, but you, that's the argument of why I, they're saying don't teach it in school. Yeah, don't. don't. I, I know that's the argument of why, but that that's not why I want it not to be taught in school. I just think it's so it's such a delicate at, at that formidable age when it's introduced to you. It's so delicate to the development of your subconscious that it has to be done in a more, it has to be done in a way. And we act like it's been so far since those It should times, be a little more right? structured, well, right? Well, we, we act like 150 years ago. Oh, that was so long no, ago. It, like, come, Jim so on, Jim Jim come
2: on, ago. It was so long ago. Well, but, 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 but you bring up a good point, though, LT, and I think the problem is is that we, we, they start the swing, but they don't go through the follow-through, right? So they, they, they start the slavery talks, which is the most uncomfortable part of that, yeah. but then they don't move it forward, right? I think that's the thing. It's kind of like you have to learn, right? The, the uncomfortable part has to be discussed. I I think the problem is when you try to dodge that, I don't think that you do justice to what history is really trying to teach us right. Um, about not putting down your fellow man about us having equal rights and opportunities underneath the law. I I think, I think, I I think
0: there's some embarrassment. I think that's why it's not taught because when you talk about slavery, right? Slavery had a certain, uh, direction that it went right. So, Mm -hmm you enslave people and you made them do all this free work and that sort of thing, then, you know, slavery is abolished. Some people don't abolish it right away. And then when you get to, uh, stories like Booker T. Washington and you're talking about up from boys and yeah, uh up from slavery. slavery, And so like that period of time, you had a lot of, uh, people who were enslaved before that were thriving And they had communities that were thriving. They were learning skills. They were contributing to society in a different way. And they were actually making money. And then you have where those communities are burned down. You have where uh, the people and the the businesses that once existed that were thriving, they were killed off or burned down and destroyed. And so, again, you have this bad part of history that doesn't look good, for, for white well, people. But
2: but but I, but I think that it, it needs to be uncomfortable so that we don't do that again. I, mean, I think the problem is now we're starting to start to see history repeating itself even with the rash of, 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 of violence when it comes to minority males and females by law enforcement and, and laws and, and, and cases that had to be repealed like redlining and stuff like that in order for us to have the fair shake. I think the thing that we need to talk about is how do we get black history um, uh, taught in a way that it actually makes a, um, uh, a positive impact on the people today. Because black history doesn't stop with Martin Luther King. It doesn't right. stop with Rosa Parks. And I think that's the problem. In the textbooks, that's where you stop, right? I mean, you, you, hey, you got Martin Luther King Day. You got black history. Okay, we're good. Barack Obama was in there. I'm like, but that's not where it stops. And yeah. I think that's the problem because when you just stop there, I, I think the issue is you don't really see what the follow through, what these people were trying to accomplish, that we still have to take that on our backs today because it's not done.
0: It, right? right. It's, it's, right. Not it's not done. Not done. And, and I think that's why it's difficult to talk about because, like, again, you have a scenario, a story, that a narrative that people were done wrong. Then things got better. They were done wrong again, and it, then we were left hanging. Like there is a debt that is still old, in my opinion. I, stuff. There I, are some I, things that can still <laughs> be done to make things fully right. When I get into the reparations talk, I'm not specifically even talking about reparations, but I'm, what I mean is that. There is an additional step to where Dr. King was trying to take it yeah. during that civil rights movement, I and mean, we gotten knows, there. yeah. There's a debt that is still old. That yeah, the
2: last march was that. for jobs. People don't realize that yeah. it, was, it was for jobs. Yeah. Like,
1: I, I guess the, the, when I look at it, I, I'm like uncomfortable. Like, we got to have an uncomfortable conversation, and yeah. we don't even know what the uncomfortable conversation is. Like, and that, that's that. That's my my point. Is like we don't even really know what the uncomfortable conversation is because the majority of the things that we know about slavery is what we were told. Right. Right. And, you know, I, I, and I'm not, you guys have heard many podcasts. I'm not the one who really believes, you know, everything that's been told through history to me, you know, money and power is involved and all that stuff. It's just basic human instinct that things are going to be presented in a way that's going to be beneficial for the owners of of civilization at that time. Sure. Um, Yeah. That to me, that's just common sense. But anyway, uh, it, it, we don't even know how it was presented, right? And and, and the big thing uh, across all populations right now, you know, we have um, not listened to our elders and the stories that have been passed down, and we listen to, you know, books who have been written by people who we don't even know. Yeah. It, it's up to you to determine what you believe. I'm not telling you what to believe. All I'm saying is that we get these stories and information from people who don't have our best interest in mind, and we take it to heart. And, and that's my biggest thing about, you know, the whole CRT or critical Race theory and, and, and you know how black History is presented I, I think The way that it's presented it's just So much unknown And because they've chopped it up so much How can I trust even the information that I'm Being given how come you haven't told Full stories how come you have to go and look At how come it's all bit and pieced Together to try to figure out what actually Really went on right uh-huh. you know what I mean How come you know um, there, there's no uh, Slave ships in, in museums Right now you know where, where, where can I I go see this stuff right we're, we're like there's a lot of questions and holes that i i, I just don't feel comfortable so since I, I don't feel comfortable why why does it need to be taught as part of a curriculum inside of a school who's it making feel bad who's it making who's it beneficial to Well, well
2: so, so the, the, the other side of that argument, argument the other the other side of that argument though is that if you don't teach it in schools right if, if you don't have any mention of that at all how can you be sure that society won't then regress back to the point where we don't see the need to protect civil liberties of black and brown people? Let, 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 me, let me give you a perfect example. Um, you know, th- there, there are situations now where um, we, we've seen police brutality come in, and we now see where um, uh, the, the perfect example was a Mont Arbery, right? In a Mont Arbery's case, the the DA knew the guy who. Who killed him on Aubrey and, and and didn't release that information? Mm-hmm. And they never charged him until the mother stood up and was like, hey, this isn't right. We need to get this moved out into a different county and a different DA because she had to bring that to the forefront. I, I guess what I'm saying is, is that if, if we don't start teaching the systematic racism that exists within the country, how can we then confront it? And I guess that, that that's the point that I'm making. Like, I, I had a couple coworkers who were Caucasian, and they came to me and they are like, hey Jared, we just saw a documentary about Emmett Till. I had no idea who Emmett Till even was yeah. until I saw this documentary. And I'm like, well now you understand why we do some of the things that we do. I, I think it provides a context by which we need to have a racial conversation because if you don't teach it at all, I don't think that conversation
1: happens. Yeah, but I think sometimes when on the opposite side of that, and I have two things to respond on the opposite side of that, I can also see how somebody can see that and in the subconscious think, man, these people really are weak. And, and that, that to, to say that, that hurts my feelings to say that because when you say these people really are weak, look what they let happen to them right we, we got to talk about that we got to talk about the other side of the feeling which this just reiterates supremacy right because when you sit there and you look at it and you see, you see all these things I, again I keep going how can this happen? But
2: that's why you have to teach the rest of the black history we haven't learned about have to learn about but you, okay, we have to learn about all okay. I'm
1: saying I'm not saying you're I'm not saying you're wrong all I'm saying is we have to think about what that also is reinforcing. That's all I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong. I'm just saying you there's, there's, that also reinforces. I don't know if they a, see it that way. I,
2: I think they see it like these people are resilient I'm rather not, than. I'm these. not
1: saying that all do. Right. And I'm not saying they see that way because of this skin color. I'm talking about a basic human reaction. Some people will see that as being weak. Yeah. Right. Some people will just see that as being weak. And that's and just the way I, human nature. Is. I'd have to agree and with that goes, because goes back to you. Oh, oh, just real quick. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt you. Joe. Just real quick. Go back to the other thing that you said. How do we not repeat that? We don't know if we can. It doesn't matter if we know it or if we don't know. it. We do not know if we cannot repeat that. And the reason that we do not know if we can repeat that is because we're human
0: and because in certain sense of time, say no.
1: we're always going to be we're always going to be fighting, grabbing for. that That's just who. Whether you believe in um, a, a certain religion or whether you believe in evolution, there are always winners and losers to every story. That saga of civilization is going to keep going on and on and on and on until either it stops or we grow out of it. And the only time that you can grow out of things is, is through time and through just like as we get older in our maturation education, process.
2: education was the next thing. He but, but
1: no, through our own yeah. maturation process, you've been educated, but you still will run your head against a door that you know you ain't supposed to do. But you'll do it a few more times, even with the information. So education sometimes is not the key. Just going over it and over and over it again. Some maybe at some point we'll realize that we don't want to destroy each other. But well, this is what part, part this, of
0: that. Part of that is knowing though. Like you have a recollection. Like I did this before. Bump my head it didn't work. Got to do this again. And like you may repeat some of those cycles, but it's, it's, you come into a knowing, right? Of we shouldn't do each other like this. And then like we were talking about, could it be repeated? Like I think that could, yeah. that message you were talking about, LT, with uh, where you were saying there is uh, a message of supremacy, right? Where, or you're inferior to this person, right? I was watching a uh, Instagram video yesterday. And it was a, a black guy and a white guy. They were in a restaurant. A white guy called him an N word with the ER, right? Mm. And he was slapping the fire out of this dude, like he slapped him every <laughs> bit of thirty-five times at, in you know three different encounters within the span of maybe a minute and a half. And people were in the comments and they were saying, "We're not our ancestors, right?" And so there's this need to prove that we're not weak, right? And so this guy was slapping this man for saying what he said, like he was trying to slap the racism out of him. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I I think that there's that narrative. That's deep right there, because
1: you got to think about the psychological war. A lot of people look at the physical scars, but you got to really go deep with the psychological scars and be able to say, okay, you know, you have that narrative of not wanting to prove that you're weak. And then you act out on, on more occasions and then you get pointed out as, oh, look at him acting out but this is how you presented a weakness for us. so now of course we want to act out right so it's, it's a like whole a two edged sword that if you, you act out into. you're weak if you don't yeah. you're weak and so it's really the narrative that somebody
0: wants to have well,
2: well but but i think that's important when we talk about black his, black history when we talk about you know um not 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 cow telling to that that weakness narrative is to talk about the inventors to talk about the the entrepreneurs to talk about the 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 civil rights leader that 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 persevered in the face of opposition, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, yeah. we, we were just talking about, you know, um, the, real I, McCoy, uh, the real and McCoy. the real McCoy, I, I, think, McCoy, I yeah. think
0: there's a flip side to that, too, because, you know, while the narrative may be uh, or I don't want to say the narrative, it's a potential narrative, maybe that, OK, because black people were treated this certain way, they're weak. Right. I think on the opposite end for white people, uh, there is also a narrative that's created from history, if you're not careful to uh to perceive it right, that uh, all white people do a steal, yeah, right, yeah. so like when you talk about black inventors, there were so many things that were but, but stolen but they, they
2: call it manifest destiny, that's different, right
0: that's how they teach it in the school books,
2: and that's and, my problem with how they teach it, right and so manifest destiny, we had to go uh, no so no, the narrative has it. to be it has to <laughs> be
0: right on both sides, yeah. right because there there is this level of uh, of weakness mm-hmm. there is this level of deceit on the part of white people and stuff and is it does that mean everybody's like that? No. There were Nat Turner's, there were uh, you know, different slave insurrections that happened.
2: Yeah, well, well yeah. I mean And know. then
0: there were good white people who actually helped the cause like to help free slaves. Uh like there was a story here here in our in Evansville. Evansville was along the um, Underground, Underground Railroad, Railroad yeah. And so McCutcheonville and there were farmers uh Near McCutcheonville That would hide slaves Under their farm equipment So that they'd get Further north to freedom And so there were Good people uh, That were white people yeah. And so the narrative It just depends on What you teach And what you know well, well, what, what, well, hold
1: on, Jared. Let, let's give a shout out to the sponsor. We got we to gotta pay the bill. Yeah, go
0: ahead.
1: Uh, Jazzy B Yoga and Wellness is sponsoring us today. You could find her on Facebook at Jazzy B Yoga and Wellness. Uh, if you need to contact her, please reach out to jazzybyoga.wellness at gmail.com. She has trap yoga, yin yoga, chair yoga, and restorative yoga. Again, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you, you. Know, thank you for, for the you sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Thanks. So, so what I was saying when, when I said, you know, that there's a danger of repeating it, I, I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, th- there's going to be slavery again. I, I'm not saying that, right? I mean, we, we've made changes in the Constitution that, that you know, that make that illegal, <laughs> right? But what I am saying is that now we're starting to see that same kind of dynamic play out in an economic scale. Yeah. Now you're starting to see, you know, people who are better you know well off when it comes to economically and you have the poor people down here and it's almost that kind of superiority complex between between social economic classes and the thing that we see now is a lot of times that can be Almost kind of like meshed together because black and brown people tend to be, um, statistically speaking, in, in a lower socioeconomic standpoint than than their than their Caucasian counterparts, right? So, so when, I, when I'm talking about teaching history, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that it's important for us to understand that we all have a right, uh, not a right, but a duty to our fellow man, right, in order to help make things equal, right? And I, I guess that, that's, the, that's the thing that, I, that I'm more so referring to when it comes to this. And I think that's why black history is so important because it talks about even the person who you may think isn't important, they have something to contribute to society. Look at all these black inventors. Look at all these black entrepreneurs. A lot of things we would not have today if it were not for the African-American diaspora in this country. And not only that, the world has yeah. been benefited you know, by, 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 by our culture. The, the black culture is the most imitated culture in the world. Y'all, yeah. y'all saw the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y- y- y'all saw the halftime show. I
1: know. Right?
2: It's kind of like everybody's like, oh, man, this is the best halftime show we had a lot. 20 years ago, you would have been like, oh, man, that's too ethnic. That's too urban. Right? But, but now you start to see the entire world is taking hold to our culture.
1: Yeah. But I, I, in the sake of time, I'll just end with this. <laughs> uh, cause I, 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 I love hip hop music, but man, I, I struggle with the love of hip hop. I love it. but um, yeah. It's a love hate relationship. Uh, yeah, I, I guess the expectation of equality, I, I've put that aside out of my mind. And the reason that I put it out of my mind is just because it, it's not possible, in my opinion, right? And I don't really think your duty in life is, and I'm going to push back on you, Jerry. I really don't think your duty in life is to. Present a more equitable world for somebody else I really think your duty In life is what most people Have you know they want to take care of the people That they love they want to express Love in their community they want to You know have the basic needs taken care of You know most of us at heart Really don't want all the things that we Even have right you know I I, I think most people across the world want those Things yeah I, I, I think The issue is is Just there's a finite Resource resources and you know, because of that, again, you know, I'll go back to saying, regardless if you believe in a certain religion or if you believe in evolution, there are is always a competition for those resources. And you know, um, I, I think the it shows the character of who you are as a human being that if you are in a position in which you have control over things how you treat others right yeah. and how you uplift the others quality life ar- around you um, and, and
0: i think what you're saying like because we, we talk about equality and we talk about equity right and and so there there is a difference so when you talk about equality you're talking about giving everybody the same things mm-hmm. right when you talk about equity you're talking about giving everyone that specific thing that they need to be the best version of themselves right and so I think that's what the focus should be in the lens of Yeah, and of I'm, not, I'm not
2: talking about equality and outcome. I'm, that, mm-hmm. That's not what I'm talking right. about. I'm talking about e- equality and opportunity is what I'm more so. Say. Because I'm going to push back on you, Lawrence, because let's just say, for instance, during the civil rights movement, it, if, if people thought like that, like, okay, well, I'm not really worried about that because I got my own feeling I'm worried about. We wouldn't be in the situation that we're in today. It, it, it took a rainbow correlation for
1: But also said love of community, though. Like right now, we, we're in such a what hypersonic... A com- what if
2: you live in a community like in, like in, um, in, in, in Tulsa when, when, they, when they burn all that stuff down or in Alabama or in Mississippi? What if you live in a community like that?
1: But if you have hundreds of communities that are strong like that, and you, you burn one There's another one still flourishing But you shouldn't even burn the one I'm not saying you should <laughs> well, but I'm not, I'm well, not advocating any of this All I'm saying is that There's a reality That we have to know That we live in Yeah And the re- we can always try to uh, We can always try to press towards Something better in our reality But we also have to sit back And say okay This is also the reality And I'm expecting people To make these large changes Or to look at me differently And that's just not the case And the reason that it's not the case Is because in most cases Cases, people are focused on those things eat from our population to other demographics. People are focusing on how can I take care of my family? How can I have this? How can I move forward in the way that it is right now? Now we can go into, you know, a civilization structure in a manner in which that should be. You know that that's a whole totally different conversation, but but when it comes to you know talking about these topics such as Black History and things of that nature, I think what we get into is we get into this sense of saying, okay, well everybody has to know about this. This has to be taught. It has to be taught the right way, and all these different things. Because if it's not taught this way, then we're going to go back into this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. Well, first you got to figure out if what we're even being taught is correct, and I think that is done by due diligence of your own research. Because nobody is going to give you one hundred percent truth in a manner that you should receive it. They're going to give it to you how they want you to hear it. I would agree with that, right? So when you when you say, okay, can we can we don't want to repeat this? We we want to make sure. I I, I don't want anybody to die, right? I, I I don't. When I say competition, when I you know when I'm talking about these things, I don't want to take over anybody's you know what they need to have for their family and what they need to have for their loved ones. To me, in in my personal perspective. A basic human need is that everybody should have food, right? And I don't think that's a socialist thing. I think that's just being kind to each other because we have the ability to do it, right? Yeah. Everybody should have water because we have the ability to do it. Everybody should have a roof over their head because we have the ability to do it. But what I'm saying is is we have all those abilities to, to do it, and we have for a long time. We don't do it, right? So yeah. my expectation is not that it's going to change tomorrow, Right, And I don't think it's going to change by still going through the same narratives that have brought us to this point right now. I think as a people, what we have to do is we have to say, okay, you know, i heard king's chat podcast i liked and i shared and i subscribed all those things i'm going to take Turn some of the, the different opinions and i'm going to say look let me do my own research because mcgraw hill is a billion dollar textbook company right and mcgraw hill's uh, board of directors comes there every single year and say we need to increase profits so mcgraw hill may not have your best interest in mind of what they're sending down to the schools right you know that teacher there you know I-, I love teachers you guys work hard you should be paid more but even right now they're telling the teachers what to teach right so how can a teacher bring any dissenting or different point of view to the class without kids feeling this i mean this all of this is just really starting to get out of hand no i i in
2: in an effort of time i I agree with some parts of your statement Lawrence. other parts i don't but 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 what i'll say is this and this is my last statement I, i think that we we can't run from conversations being uncomfortable we, we 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 can't we can't always try to shield our children from uncomfortable conversations or subject matter because I don't think that you progress that way. I, I think we we need to be comfortable in being uncomfortable, right? And I think that some of these conversations, no, they're not comfortable. Some of these, some, the, the 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 black history. Inception of the way that it came about. No, it's not ideal, but I think that we work together to figure out how do we not only bring light to this, but then how do we then take its lessons and learn from that in the future to make our society a better place. Because if if we can do that together, I I think that's the thing too. Black history is not just history for black people. Like I said, it's American history. Together we have to take the lessons of the past and and, then affect positive change in the future. That's what I'm saying. And and don't be afraid to have that uncomfortable conversation. And here's the thing, too, you know, when it comes to our 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 Caucasian brothers and brothers and sisters, like Lauren said, don't be afraid to do your own research Mm -hmm. on that. Right? Like this is your history too. You have to learn that because your kids are going to be coming up in a different society than you did. Right, yeah, and, and these conversations aren't going to stop. Right, and that's the thing. Everybody keeps saying every generation. Race, we kept saying, "Oh, well, soon they won't even have conversations about about race." No, you will, because there is always going to be that situation where you are going to have to have it. It's best that you have it early with your kids. Yeah, right, and, and then being able to do that and teach that in a way that is, is, makes them understand that they have a role to play in how we develop as a society. That, 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 that's what I am going to say. I am saying teach it, and- but just make sure. You're you teach it in a way that brings benefit to our society going forward.
0: I'd have to agree with both of you guys. Mm-hmm. My final thought is that, yeah, you do have to teach it. has to be done right. And you have to uh, be mindful of the subliminal messages when you teach things so that no one feels uh, a way that they weren't intended to feel. So that you have that good, clear conversation of this is what I really mean when I'm teaching this message, I don't want you to feel this certain way. I don't want you to feel this certain way, but this is our common history. We have to learn it. So we learn how to treat each other better going forward. And so weigh in on the conversation.
2: Yeah. Comment. Tell us what you think. Should, should, should black history, CRT, should that be taught in schools? Weigh in. And we want to hear your thoughts. Leave us video messages. Leave us comments. We want to hear what you got to say.
0: So don't forget. Like, like subscribe. share, subscribe, turn on the notification. So that when we drop something new, you get it right away. Don't be a bum. Don't be a bum. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us, King's Chat Podcast, on every major podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Beaker, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Kings Chat Podcast. And uh again, you want to mention our sponsor before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, Jazzy B. Hit her up. She's got a yoga studio. She teaches trap yoga, yin yoga, chair yoga, and restorative yoga. You can find her on Jazzy B Yoga and Wellness, facebook.com, jazzybyoga.wellness at gmail.com. All right. Until the next time, join the conversation. Hit us up.
0: Until then, we'll talk to you later.